Hi, and welcome to Design Deep Dive, HHC's new podcast where we pick one design-related topic each week and give you our take on it. I consider HSN and QVC forms of entertainment. I'm Michael Porter. I'm not a regular dog mom. I'm a cool dog mom. I'm Jordan Davis. And I'm not your mother, but I'm full of unsolicited advice anyway, Justin Davis. What's going on this week, guys? Parade of Homes. Parade of Homes, which is our topic for podcast two. Mm -hmm. Um, Today we're going to talk about just who we are and what we do. But thought we'd do a check-in. How about you, sister? What's going on? Nothing. Are you done with your breakdowns? <laughs> no. That's a funny <laughs> Never. joke. <laughs> Never ever. It's a constant state of breakdownness. Uh-huh, yeah. We're going to be like 90 years old. <laughs> and she's still going to be crying <laughs> on the floor. Wreaking <laughs> havoc on the retirement home floor. I will. And no. leopard leotards. Yeah. <laughs> I will. And I love leopard. She doesn't have feet anymore because she... Wore heels for too long, <laughs> kept falling at like 70, so they just amputated her feet. Really Y'all funny. are mean. That's kind of true. So you have an install tomorrow. Are you excited? I am excited. Good. It will begin. Um, if the cleaning people can get it all cleaned. Yeah, it's out. always something. Always. If it's not, I told her if it's not a parade home, it doesn't get done on time sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, that's the whole reason people hire us is so that we can make their life smoother and easier. Yeah. And I think we do a good job of that. Yeah. (laughs) So what's been the deal with this client? How long have you been working with them? I have been working with them only for project started like six months. Shout out to Chloe. Yeah. Hey, Chloe. (laughs) So about six months because I think we started when they started. Around Christmas. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's about right. It's really good. Yeah, it is good. That's it a good timeline. Good. Yeah. Good job, everybody, on that so, and project. And you've been working on the podcast for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And we have a new YouTube series coming out. A new YouTube series. Justin and I's new home renovation. Um, it might be murder. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of scary I right took a now. video when we first closed on the house and... and I was going, there were all these stains on the carpet, so I was just going yeah. room to room and yes. saying, yeah. do you think this is blood or coffee? Yeah, blood or coffee. I like blood or coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blood. Hopefully the latter. <laughs> so what about you, Justin? What have you been doing? I don't know what I've been doing, Yeah, honestly. what have you been doing? I've been hiding. You really have. You did go hiding. I'm really, really tired, and I've been... At this parade house till nine o'clock every night, almost. So it's just kind of zapped me a little bit. <laughs> I know I should yeah. get over it, but I feel like my brain goes to mush during the parade. For sure, like I don't even know what day it is. Well, I mean, you're furnishing in this in this. I mean, this year y'all did two houses yes. in a week. And anytime you have the culmination of a project, it's really hard, even if it's not a show home. So when you have two that land at the same time, it's it can be a little bit overwhelming. And usually we can just walk but away. But again, what we're paid for, yeah. so not complaining. What are the hardest parts, you think, of just designing overall? Designing, I think that's the fun part. You don't really have, that's, I don't really see many challenges with the design because that's what we get so excited about. But the hard part is the communication and all the moving parts. 
in any given project, you're dealing with a hundred different subs, contractors, et cetera. So solving problems, solving lots, lots of problems. Lots of problems, thousands of decisions to be made, keeping up with those thousands of decisions. It's almost like we're a half or designer, half organized time management people. Half problem solver. Jordan. That's that's a, that's one and a half. We're only one. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Do you agree? Do you have something to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I would say my favorite part is the install, though. Like I love doing installs. I think more than like. More than the design process, you yeah. like seeing it to come together. Yeah, I do for sure. Yeah, um, it's always exciting because. Even though we've done hundreds and hundreds of houses, you still get that anxiety of, is this going to turn out the way that I want it to? And is is it going to turn out (laughs) even more so the way the client's picturing it? Because that can be fun if it's not. But um, I think these two show homes that we're finishing up are better than I expected. Oh, I agree. 100%. I mean, I was expecting greatness because we're perfectionists but they're really good and if you people want to see them you can probably go to our website and instagram and check out the pictures yep that's hhcliving.com plug 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 at hhcliving on instagram (laughs) help us to get to seven thousand followers seven d thousand and well, Domination. initially 7,000, <laughs> and then 10, and then a million. Yes, yes. So, we can do it. Um, Jordan. Yes. How did you get started in this industry? How did I get started? Well, our dad, Johnny Davis, J. Davis Holmes, is a builder and has been for how many years now? Almost 30. Yeah. So He's he, old. <laughs> that means we're old, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a parade house about eight years ago and no one would help us design it. So Justin and I did it and people liked it. Yeah. We started this whole mass thing that we're a part of with a $400 accessory buy and it just spiraled from there. So I was still in college. Had no idea what I was majoring in yet. I was not doing a lot, so <laughs> I was taking a break from my fashion career. A sabbatical. A sabbatical, <laughs> yes. And I briefly got back into it, and then I came back to the home where mm-hmm. we've been for eight years now. Yeah, so that's our story. How did you join us, Michael? Do you like to tell them? That's all. It's just, they grew me in a lab. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm perfect. Okay. Are you not going to elaborate? Okay. The lab was Texas Tech University. (laughs) (laughs) Grown by Dr. Smith. So Michael's being a little bit modest. He really is the the magician behind the screen, like on the Wizard of Oz. He takes care of all our problems that we can't deal with, makes sure everything's here, handles all the logistics, which is the really boring part of this job. So thank you for taking care of our boringness. Yes, thank you. So I got started for real after Justin and I started dating 
just kind of happened. I'm just going to delve into it and ask the yourself. Yeah, I just kept saying, can you help me with this? Can, can you help <laughs> yeah. me with that? Once you become friends with the Davises, like, you, you <laughs> You're roped into yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff. You're working for us now. Like, yeah, I'm just going to. Maybe that's why we don't have. <laughs> that's why we don't have many friends. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's funny. Um, but you were a rep for a little while. Yeah, I left to be a rep. I repped throughout Western Texas, New Mexico, and Colorado for, um, it they varied sure. month to month, but up to, up to 25 different brands to, uh, stores and designers in my territory. Um, and that was really good for a while. I learned a lot about the industry as a whole and it really helped to prepare me for what I'm doing now at HHC, which is mostly dealing with our vendors and keeping everything straight. So, you know, it doesn't always work out all the time, but in theory, things should get here on time. In theory. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. And, and that's we'll, a we'll touch on vendor relations in another episode because it, it's a lot. And it's I think it's interesting fun. too, because a lot of it's clients really are, boring are so used to well well it's just like setting up expectation because i think a lot of people in this age of amazon are like okay two-day prime but That's it doesn't work that way with furniture yeah it's hard so, to have a custom made sofa and a custom fabric in two days yeah it's impossible people yeah. like, i'm sorry <laughs> wish it was possible but it's not so that's a lot of my job even when dealing with justin and jordan is setting, reminding us setting expectation yes to the yeah. correct level. Right. I used to have to do that, and now I don't, because we have Michael. And, and now you m- cry less. I do cry less, so thank you. <laughs> hey. One less breakdown. Saving <laughs> your tears. So I think we should jump into, like, kind of what we do for people, and I think what most designers in general do. Um, of course, everybody is different. Every project is different, and every customer is different, but um, would you kind of like to say where we start I'm going to cut in here so when people come and ask you what do you do I don't know what your line is but I know Justin's like we do as much or as little as you want us to do so but what what does that mean so not to cut you off sister I'm going to let you talk in just a second but to me that means some people we just come in give them some paint suggestions flooring suggestions and kind of point them in a direction of a look it'll maybe take like an hour and then they can jump off on their own. And then some people we've been working for for eight years and we make their beds every week. So it really just depends on how much help someone wants. Yeah. Um, I mean, I stole his line too. That's what I say. And <laughs> <laughs> But um, I mean, we can help just with lighting, paint colors or design. Sometimes just be a therapist yeah. if you're on the edge with your contractor. So. That's a big one. Yeah. Mm. We play a big buffer role between the subs and contractors and the client. So we try to stay ahead too of what decisions need to be made for the contractor. Well, as since well. you grew up in construction, you kind of understand the, the process yeah. and the timeline. So, right. right. Yeah. And then I think that we, just like you were saying earlier, we try to help manage mm-hmm. expectations, especially of timeline and, what's possible for the budget it's another thing we can do budget, yeah. really that's a really big part of any 
design project that nobody really likes to talk about, but it's impossible to do much without talking about it. You really need to have a very strict budget um, or at least a range of budget that you think you want to be within because it's hard for anyone to do their job without knowing those numbers. Yeah, especially with Pinterest and everything. They show all these elaborate, amazing spaces, but... In reality, no one knows how much they really cost. Right. So. And I mean, yes, there are some things that you probably could, could do yourself and save some money, but are you going to, and do you have the time to do it? Yeah. So I think that's a large part of some of the bad things with Pinterest is they make it look really, really easy. Yeah. And it's so not. We try to bring people down to reality as to, to see what they want and what they want to live with. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, anything is possible. Anything is possible well, yeah. with a big enough checkbook, people. Yes. Anything is possible. All it is is money. Yes. Just money. <laughs> but and for it to stay fun, you need to you. know what that budget is, though, and um, from the very beginning, so that everybody knows. And because when you start stressing about money, that's when projects just fall apart. Like it no longer becomes fun. It's a chore, and we've had many, many people that have not had the best experience because they um, were not honest about what their budget was from the beginning. Right. But we still try to keep it fun. I'm not saying, like, even if your budget's not endless. Yeah, I mean, we tell people, I mean, we don't charge very much. We're only 85 an hour. So um, we can do as little as $85 and as much as millions, just whatever you are comfortable with doing. Mm -hmm. So we have these show topics. I have a Google Doc started with uh, various show topics. How about you all vote with thumbs up or thumb down? Okay. What it's like to design a show home. We're already doing that. Right. It'll be. Um, And then here pretty soon, all the paint companies will start coming out with their 2020 colors. So... We'll do episodes on 2020 colors. Yes. The return of brown. Brown Brown. is back. I like brown. Not brown on brown on brown. No, not brown. Not three shades of shit brown. (laughs) Wallpaper. Which is fabulous. Market trips. Market trips are always drunken and fun. We can tell them about our Super 8 and High Point. Oh, God. (gasps) Oh, that was bad. Oh, God. Oh, God, that's where hookers went to die. Yeah. And it was 600 and something dollars a night. (laughs) I didn't sleep the entire time. The carpet was sticky. It was so gross. Oh, you're giving it all away. We have to do an episode about market trips. Okay, well, stay tuned for that one because it was absolutely nasty. That was really bad. Designing a kitchen. Yes. Got a house. Yes. Um, Patio design. Yes, because we're recently really getting into mm-hmm. or outdoor spaces. We've kind of, I feel like we've done, we've done perfected our look on the inside. <laughs> There's my love of Texas for ding, you. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and, and so now we're trying to grow our knowledge of exterior resources. So that'll be a good episode because we're excited about it. And then I named this, but I think I need to explain that I, I named it the ideal client. Oh, no, we're not doing that. But We are not doing that. But I think, I'm not saying like personality. I'm not saying 
you're not doing income. <laughs> I'm not saying, but like, what do you, what do you need to start working with a designer? Well, I think that's something that we can kind of talk about right now. We don't really yeah. need a whole episode for it. Um, I don't think, and at least in my opinion, but I don't know about your sister, but um, I don't think that there is an ideal client. It's just finding that mm-hmm. right balance. I will say though, I think it's always fun to work with a client again. Yes. Like, the I- second and third time is definitely a lot easier yeah. because the trust has been built. Um, so as in an ideal client, if you can, Trust your designer that you're working with, like trust in yourself that you picked the right person so that they can push you. I think that would be a really good piece of advice for people. For sure. Because it always turns out better if you just trust us. And I think the biggest, biggest, biggest rule when working with a designer, contractor, sub, whatever it is, is to be honest and not emotional. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's easy to get very emotional, but the problems get solved much better without screaming or name-calling or threats. That's always really difficult. Yeah. Because that just puts everybody in a bad mood and bad taste for a long time. Yeah. Um, Just be honest. The ideal client isn't mean. Be best when you're <laughs> be best. Be best when you're dealing with everybody. Okay. So next. that's my that's my ideal client. It's just honest and mostly honest and calm. Yeah. yeah. As calm as can be. I mean, I know there are major mistakes that happen and it's very well, and designing a house is an emotional process, yes, but it, not it is very emotional, especially if you're looking at it as your forever home. Um, and when you do get up into those million dollar projects, like it's, yeah. And I'm going to dive in real mm-hmm. quick and you're gonna deep dive in. I am, I totally am. <laughs> so another thing, like the whole process, people get kind of freaked out cause you can't see the whole vision of it. So I think that also is when the trust comes in too, yes. because yes. it is annoying. I mean, not annoying, but it's frustrating when you can't see something and you're, you just need to trust your designers that they know what they're doing yes. and not to freak out on them. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's best to try to wait to the end to freak out, but then again, sometimes that is too late. So yeah, we've been on projects where it, the client has a super amazing vision when it starts, but then they like talk themselves out of everything cool oh, throughout the entire sure. process. Right. And it still turns out pretty, but it's not, no risk. not close to what, we thought it was going to be at the beginning. Right. So. Right. And like I said, at the end of the day, the actual ideal client is the one that's happy with everything that's been done. Cause that's our, our biggest goal is to make sure people are happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next topic, designing for families with children. Uh huh. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Pe- and pets. I have that one as for well. Babies. Yeah. I think that could be one yeah. episode. Okay. They're kind of the still same. babies. Yeah. <laughs> and then one sheds and one doesn't. <laughs> along that same thread, designing for like empty nesters. Yeah, I think that's a really good one too. Yeah. That's empty nesters are so fun. Yeah. They're so fun they because fun. they have wanted to do some stuff their whole lives and they've never had the chance to and they just and they're not afraid. Yeah. Empty nesters are not afraid to be bold. 
Yeah. It is so fun. It's my favorite. That's probably my favorite favorite. Yeah. It's empty nesters. Yes. Cause they're just ready to be them. Yeah. yeah. Without worrying about anything else. Yeah. Um, and, and then that's just general. Please don't hate me for saying something like that. um and then designing for like young couples yes without children which can also be fun but um that's sometimes challenging too sometimes very challenging because there's not as much experience in building a home and um there's definitely i think at least in our experience been less trust on the that yeah Mm -hmm. and also they don't really know their own style yet. Yes, they're still coming into their own. Yeah. Again, back to the empty nesters. They know who they are. Yeah. They're just ready to do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the young ones, they're, they kind of usually do what's just trending. But young people love color, which is so fun. Oh, yeah. So fun. That's true. Designing for different tastes in the same space. I think that's something that you struggle with, to be honest, sister. When, 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 like like different when styles. the wife has one. Oh, I thought you meant different styles from our own. No. Oh, like, okay. Well, I think I'm good at that, actually. <laughs> like, how do you balance the husband, and, husband the and wife? Or... I think we did a good job at that. I do, too. And I actually, that is one of my favorite parts about our job. Me it's too. fine. It's like a puzzle of putting together what one likes and what the other one doesn't like and trying to figure out what's going to make them both happy. Yeah. I look at it as like a collage, like you're collaging your whole lives together. Yes. Yes. It still needs to look. Yes. That is going to be a really good episode because it is one of my favorite, favorite parts of the job. Yeah. I wanted to be a psychiatrist when I was young. So that's probably where that's coming in. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you probably should have done that. Waiting through the power struggle. (laughs) As long as it's not like screaming and pulling out guns. Yes. Yeah. We are in Texas. That might happen. I like the puzzle. Yes, exactly. Everybody's got a gun. Everybody's got a gun. And then this one could cover several different or multiple episodes just covering different design styles agreed and defining like this house we're in right now the parade house one lady walked in when i was working the door and she walked into the living room she said hmm this is tuscan it is so not tuscan and it's It's not not at all jordan and i were talking yesterday about that one comment and how the lady or uh thought that it was custom or Tuscan. And the only thing we can think of is because we've used cream instead yeah. of white because, um, white's so everywhere. We're I really trying think to change it's the it cream. up. Yeah. 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 Kind of reminded her of Tuscan, I guess. I don't know. Because I but, would never said this was Tuscan in a million years. No, but we don't get too picky about terms. Um, what, what you like is what you like. But I think if going into the process when working with the designer, if you can kind of at least brush up on some terms so that you can communicate just, back and forth. Yeah, it makes communicating the what you want easier. Yes, yes. But sometimes people don't know what they want. Yeah. And, that, and that's a big part that's of our job, true. too. That's when Pinterest has come in handy. Yes. Because we're like, just send us Pinterest pictures. Yeah, our and, first meet, we yeah. always ask for at least 20 Pinterest pictures. Yeah. And or magazine clippings. Yeah, or and magazine I don't, clippings. And I don't think it's, like, necessarily providing a bunch of design terms and this and that, because I think that can get kind of dense. But well, I think just, also like, agreed. May, just, like, kind of explaining to us, at least, what these styles yeah, are. Yeah, I think, and, actually, we could maybe do, like... a 
few short 10 minute episodes on that we released like three that week just on brush up of terms and then because everything right now is so blended we're right. blending all kinds of styles which used to be called eclectic and now that's a bad word but mm-hmm. it really is what the design world is right now but sure. you have to know how to talk about each term individually to be able to blend them sure and then stuff like choosing different pieces of furniture uh-huh. like considerations to make when picking a sofa uh-huh. or like comfort uh, level and stuff what are you talking about it could be a lot of different comfort things. level construction gotcha. fabric fabric expectations fabric That's a big one yeah um fabric. i don't think we necessarily need to get into like this is an english arm sofa no but, i i don't but like just a sofa is a pretty good example i think because there's so many different options and right it, i mean what what's going to suit you is not going to suit your neighbor yeah i think at so. least for this first uh year we can be more generalized and then kind of get really deep into conversations about very specific design yeah and it'll styles. also change i mean the industry changes on a yearly basis so we can oh redo episodes just like monthly yes yeah. that is the the hardest part about social media is that it is changing so fast you can't even get the stuff in no it's changing so fast and even like the people that we talk to all our vendors and everybody it's kind of like how much faster can it go so we've kind of adopted this attitude of instead of trying to be what's quote unquote on trend, do what you love, figure think, out yeah. your style that you love. And if it's, there's ways to make whatever that style is trendier current. and current. Yeah. Um, and green that way you, we I can, feel like that's what we did with this house. She, kind yes, of, she it stayed is. very true to who she was, yes, which and, is what we're going to talk about in our next episode. Yeah. Maybe that'll give a little bit more insight into what to expect out of a designer and um, what we do for people. Yeah. What else? The, I'm excited about this one just because we built a house a few years ago. Now we're doing another house and it's just like, you're always like, well, damn, I should have done that. So like must haves whenever you're building or renovating. Yeah. That's a hard one. What, our personal must-haves? Or just or in general. general. Yeah. Per- like what? Because this goes I back. I think personal must-haves. This too. is going to tie in well with the budget conversation yeah. too. But like it's so easy to go over budget because it's like, well, it's just another $1,000 or it's just another $500. Well, that adds up. if you say that a hundred times, that's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So, and next. <laughs> what else? Is that all you have? No, I have more. Oh, keep going. I have more of these. Oh, goodness. Um, where to spend and where to save. Yes, that, which I think ties back with the previous topic that you just talked about. Yeah, so. it, they could be the also, same episode. Also, if or, anybody has any topics that you would like us to address, that would be... Uh-huh. Yeah, shout out. We're happy to. Happy to address anything. Just don't send us any nudes or anything. That would be weird. That would be odd. Please don't. <laughs> We're not addressing any of that. No. So, <laughs> or we might. No, well, <laughs> that is a different podcast. <laughs> Please look at. <ahead. laughs> so, considerations to make when designing room. So, living room, kitchen, yeah, bedroom. 
whatever. Right. So just different rooms. And, and so that actually brings up something that I think is very pertinent to this conversation is people always ask us how we get started on a room. And that's one of the first conversations that we have with people. And our favorite way to do it is to just pick something to build the room off of. I don't care what it is, whether it's a, a vase that you got in Italy or this rug that you found online that you just love as long as there's one thing that you absolutely love, it makes building the room easier. Yeah. Well, I mean, we even do that with our space in our store. We just pick out fabric. We might not even use that fabric right. in the space. Yeah. But even when we're doing our sections, we always pick like an inspiration fabric to work off of. And like Jordan said, yeah. it doesn't always even maybe end up being used in the space, but it's a jumping off point. You kind of touched on this um, a minute ago, but trends versus timeless and it's a careful balance. balancing yeah. yeah okay well and i think that also depends on the client because some people love to change their house every two years which if that's you that's our granny g yeah that's oh so that's the story you should have asked me for how we started because asked, that's the best one i asked you okay. how you got started well, and you didn't say that oh, we'll you back should, it up. okay we're gonna we back, back up just a little, little bit, bit because this is a good story and it's my grandmother's favorite story but i she would say that she's been training me for what I'm doing now my entire life because she constantly had a house in flux of the design process. It was her favorite thing to do. So, and she would often uh, watch me when both of my parents worked a lot and they still do. Uh, we're definite workhorses, but um, to entertain me, she would have me redo her shelves in her living room and I would work on it for hours and hours and hours. And then the next day I would do it again. So that's kind of where Did she all... ever tell you to stop? Like, okay, it's pretty. No, because she was, she likes the house change so much and she swears that she honestly liked what I did. So she was so excited for me to come over and redo her shelves <laughs> because it would be different for her every time. <laughs> And so now back on topic a little bit, if, if you're one of those people that wants to change your space every two, I would say to five years, go for it, be trendy, do, and if, especially if that's what you enjoy, if you like being the trendy friend, sister, whatever, I think that that's a good direction for you to go. But if you're someone that doesn't, doesn't like a lot of change, Michael, um, <laughs> I think that you should definitely stay a little bit timeless, but you have to push yourselves too if you're gonna end up with dated. A, yeah, so yeah, I mean everything dates. Everything will date. There is no such thing as timeless. That's true. Well, I don't think that when you're talking about change your space every two years, you don't have to like totally refurnish. Your no, house. but I mean, like we're pillows, just talking yeah. pillows and accessories and rugs and change out the color palette. So um, we'd probably suggest like a more natural, like a neutral color yeah. sofa and you can change yeah. it up with pillows. Yeah. But I mean, the big design rule that's pretty much accepted across the board is every seven years, people seven years before yeah. your house needs a refresh. Yeah. Um, and that's not saying that you need a whole new furniture or anything like that, but you need to give your house some love every seven years yeah. to stay You current. can't ever not touch it again. No, no. Yeah, otherwise, it'll end up like my other grandmother's house, and 
I mean, it was a time capsule. <laughs> she won't is. listen to this, so I can say it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or maybe she will. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's the truth. Yeah, yeah. it is the truth. But yeah. no, she can't even figure out how to text people. She's not listening to a podcast. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So we only have a few more working with vendors. We already talked about that talked earlier. About that. And then having pets. We already talked about that. Talked about that. We're going to do that with the kids because. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> it Everyone, the same, it's the same thing. Especially with Michael, it's the same thing. Okay, hush. <laughs> so. Hey, my dog has a room, so I and know. I'm working on and a it's dog a room. Cute, yeah. cute dog. And you're doing a dog. You just got a dog room project that is so, going to be precious. That is going to be really cute. We're even doing wallpaper. So, yeah, it's going to be really, really cute. So, I can't wait to see it finished. Yes. Animals are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed our uh, first podcast. Uh, it was a little bit it's all over the place, but that's kind of how our world is. So, yeah, um, yeah. jump. You got to jump to the next place, on and on and on. So, you can follow me at HHC Justin on Instagram. Don't follow me on Facebook. Nobody uses that anymore. You can follow me HHC Jordan and me at HHC Living. 